what is up everybody welcome to the next episode of dev and the bear uh we're gonna be talking about the ufc 271 uh it was a pretty interesting card you could say yeah uh, you could say something <laughs> i don't know why when you introduce sales that's just her going yeah whoa jerry jerry but I don't, jerry yeah jerry springer uh, yeah yeah I don't know. It just reminded me of like a Jerry Springer cold open, kind of. So, the prelims were okay. Uh, There was a couple (laughs) of good finishes, uh, but we had Jeremiah Wells take on Blood Diamond, Mike Matheta. Blood Diamond is uh, one of Adesanya's training partners. He they g- grew up together, or they come came up together. Came up through China for they started fighting in China together. That's how they met. And he wasn't ready. No, he was not. Uh, I kind of expected because so I did see how it started, and it seemed like it was about to go uh, Blood Diamond's way. Uh, Jeremiah Wells like straight up ate his shit like right off the gate, and I was like, what the hell's going on? But, yeah. I mean, he, um, I mean, I was getting wing stop whenever this fight happened, so you can talk about that one. Well, he, he, uh, immediately they initiate in grappling, and he just loses from then on. <laughs> like, at no point yeah. did he look like he uh, was capable of getting out. Um, I'm not even sure in the moment he knew how to get out. <laughs> I'm sure in training he knows how to get out. Yeah. But in the moment, he couldn't get out. And yeah. we didn't see much of an effort to do the things that you need to do to get out from underneath someone. Yeah. Involving moving certain parts of your body and you're just not doing it. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, hey, Jeremiah Wells is a big dude, though, man. Well, he had several uh, attempts at a rear naked. And Blood Diamond just kept rolling back into full mount, rear naked, full mount, rear naked. And eventually he got the rear naked choke. Um yeah, uh, Blood Diamond just wasn't ready. Doesn't work. Try, try again. You know. Yeah, yeah. And it did work for Jeremiah Wells. He got the finish, and then the next finish on the card was uh, Douglas Silva de Andrade defeating Sergey Morozov, which I know I was pretty excited for him. This is a great and fight. He started looking pretty good, yeah. and then de Andrade took over after that. Yeah, Silva de Andrade. Wow, such a long name. <laughs> um. And yeah, that was that was a pretty fun fight. It does have a nickname to make it easier. It's D Silva. No more. No, all right, just throw uh, it out there. <laughs> and then you had Malcoon win, and then um, you had we're gonna skip that pass on. Uh, you had Leomano Martinez with his second UFC fight. Uh, he loses to Ronnie Lawrence. And mm-hmm. uh, what was an interesting to watch fight because you had. You had Mana kind of pushing the pace. Yeah. But Ronnie was definitely getting the better of each round. And that's what was weird to see is because we're both big fans of Mana Martinez. Is um, Ronnie Lawrence is a wrestler and he yeah. was winning these changes on the feet. He was winning he, whenever he, they go to the ground. I mean, Mana did a good job about not putting himself in any, any dangerous positions on the ground. And um, I don't know. Like, it's just. Um, I don't know really what was going on with the camp. I know that it's his first camp away from Metro. He trained mainly with uh, James Krause. That's what the commentators were saying. And um, it just looked like it just took him a little while to get his footing, you know. And it's hard Once to see. Did, yeah, it's hard to see, like, you're one, one, like a fan favorite like or a local fan favorite, like, kind of 
you know have trouble have trouble yeah. I mean, it was kind of like when we watched cj vergara fight you know yeah. and uh but once he found his footing i mean he lands a spinning back fist correct? yeah and drops uh johnny lawrence ronnie lawrence sorry karate kid um <laughs> he he drops ronnie lawrence with a spinning back fist and then starts getting some shots in and it just wasn't quite controlled enough. I think, no. you know, I mean, I, I you can't blame the guy for getting excited. Yeah. Trying to get to finish. I mean, um, going to be his first, possibly was about to be his first finish in the U, in the UFC. Yeah. On a fight that he needed it to get the win. Yeah. But then you had Ronnie Lawrence take over just back in the ground. Best. And yeah. that was kind of the fight. Disappointing. But, you know, he went out there and he fought. Which actually, you know. Um, Respectable, I mean, commendable. Yeah, we're still going to watch him. We'll always support him. And all those Metro guys as well. They've always been nice to us. And you actually had a conversation with him right before his fight. Not yeah, right before his fight. A couple did. weeks before. It was right? um, just before Oliver's fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a pretty chill guy. Uh, he was just sitting there and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, but now nah, he was just telling him what we do here. And, you know, hopefully if, if you ever hear this, man, we're still waiting for you to come on, you know? Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, it was pretty cool talking to him. He's a cool guy. Um, I want nothing but for the, but the best for him. For sure. Um, and I, I hope hopefully he can get back in there and get a win. Because uh, I feel like people need to not sleep on these guys. For sure, I think he's the. They're, they're too good for that. He's the sleeper bantamweight because everyone knows Adrian Yanez, and he Adrian Yanez, of course, is an incredible fighter. But with Mono Martinez, is like man, like those when it comes down to skill sets, you know the way these guys look and what they do to people that we've seen. Is like they feel so evenly matched, in my opinion, you know. Yeah. So onto the um, the main prelims, we had um, a couple more fights. We had Kyler Phillips defeat Marcello Rojo by submission, which I mean, Kyler Phillips definitely came in ready to prove a point. You know, uh, it was an all around good fight. Uh, it was a great performance by him. Then uh, I think my favorite card on the pre, my favorite one of my favorite fights on the prelims was uh, Casey O'Neill defeating Roxanne Modafferi by split yeah, decision. That was a very good fight in a retirement fight for Roxanne Modafferi as well. Yeah. yeah, and she didn't get the win, but I think everybody was pretty impressed with her. Yeah, uh, she w- took all those punches straight to the face yeah. and kept walking. Took those kicks to the leg and just kept walking. Um, Casey couldn't get the takedown going at any point so she pretty much just stuck to striking yeah um and i mean it worked out in her favor her speed was kind of i think the reason that she kept getting keeping the edge on roxanne right she's just fast long use that to her advantage yeah so i mean it was all around good fight uh i really enjoyed the post fight interview that daniel cormier and casey o'neill had because uh she very very openly told houston just to go f themselves so, Not because they're Houston, then, no. but because they were booing her. They were booing her. her. Yeah, let's clarify that as well. But, I mean, you don't see fighters actually just be just, just embrace, say, screw it, embrace what's going being, on. be like, hey, you want to make me the bad guy? They're fine, then I'll be the bad guy. So, um, and then the heavyweights uh, closed the preliminary card with Andre Orlovsky defeating Justin Vanderall, Jared Vanderall. So, on to the main card. Um, yeah. This had, first fight of the main card is kind of the story of the night. Yeah. There are several fights exactly like this. Yeah, uh, You had one guy kind of controlling the numbers in the fight. He's the one getting the shots off, but he's backing up. Uh, and you had the other guy who was pushing forward, but he's just not able to get anything landing, get anything going. And like so many fights were like that. Yeah, I mean, it was just a good... I mean, I'm a big Bobby Green fan. I've, been, I've, watched, his for, I've watched him for a very long time. 
Um, I mean, dude, I just feel like it's been a very long time I watched this guy grow into being a fan favorite because some people didn't really care for him at first. But, I mean, he's came through. I mean, he's a, he's a strike force guy, to give you an idea how long he's been around. Um, came in the UFC and just was messing everybody up. Um, but he pretty much put a clinic on uh, Nazareth uh, Hackpress. Uh, yeah. Hackpress openly said after the fight he just didn't want to pull out. He had an injury. Uh, do with that what you will. And, you know, because some people kind of say, oh, well, they always say that, which, uh, but Hackpress had those marks on his back where they do suction therapy. And so I do believe that he was hurt. Fun fact everyone with those suction caps lost. You know who um, pointed that out to me was uh, Jake, also. Really? Yeah, the other night when we I got home, we were on the game uh, playing Call of Duty. And he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, do you notice? I was like, no. He's like, yeah. But, yeah, everyone who did the uh, little suction cup therapy stuff uh, lost. So. Yeah. So, I mean, all around, though, I mean, Bobby Green's always a fun a fan favorite, fun fighter to watch. He uh, fights with his hands down. You don't see guys yeah. do that very much. And he's having a great time. And the Houston crowd showed him plenty of love, which is oh, always yeah. great to see. So, uh, on to the next fight, we had Hanato Moyokano defeating uh, Alexander Hernandez by submission. And um, I really enjoyed this fight. Um, this is a pretty, like, it was a good fight to watch. I like uh, Moyokano a lot. He... Um, he, I mean, he was a top contender in the fly in the featherweight division, and now he's moved up to fly, lightweight and has been trying to find his footing. And I think he's slowly starting to find it. Um, I mean, and I think we talked about this going in the first, at the end of the first round. Um, Alex Hernandez's coach was talking with him, and he had said um, he was training with um, over there. He's at Factory X, so the I can't remember the the name of the the head trainer. But he uh, he's trying to get Alex's attention, and it took him a couple times to get it. He's like, hey, Alex, look at me. And then Alex would just kind of drift off. And he's like, Alex, look at me. And because there was a couple good shots that Moicano landed. And that's why I told you. I was like, that's kind of weird. And then you're like, well, what happened? And uh, we talked a little bit some more about it. And I was like, he's just, he can't focus right now. I think he got hit pretty hard. I, I don't know if he realizes he's in a fight right now. And then Moicano just went out there and just put it on him in that second round, you know? So... It was one of those things where it's like I think Alex is already kind of out on his feet going into that second round. I feel like. Well, not to cut that one short, but speaking of being out on your feet, Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. <laughs> I'm just really excited to talk about that. No, one. yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, this yeah, Moicano looked great and he got the rear naked choke. Fantastic. Just the the main thing for me with that fight was just I Alex Hernandez being being looks like he was just like still stunned. By that first round because he got hit uh, pretty hard uh, by a couple times and it just threw me off that like your coach doesn't notice that awareness to say hey I don't think you should go back out there or if I'm hey if you don't focus right now like even if, if this fight doesn't get any better I'm about to throw in the towel there's too you many know? coaches who let their fighters take a beating yeah for me to be like oh well that's what a coach I don't know. would I, would do it's what yeah. they should do maybe yeah but in strong maybe but would they do it? No. Nah, look what freaking yeah. Anthony Smith and Glover just share. It's like, a du- it's a double edged sword, and that's that's who uh, that's who Alex Hernandez's coaches. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, you look at that fight. Are you surprised? No, not at all. I don't know. It just like even for me watching just from the TV from the couch, it just I noticed he was out on his feet right there, and even if it just seemed like just the slightest that. Um, you know, I, if I'm, I don't even know this guy, and I notice something small like that, that I don't think he should go back out there. I don't see anything wrong. Of course, there's something wrong with quitting, but looking, but being able to fight another day is, it's a double edged sword, you know. So yeah, man. Uh, Derek, uh, Der- fucking Jared Cannonier out here dropping fucking elbows on these. Um, yeah. Oh, Derek Brunson, that was so freaking um, 
nasty. Turning from blonde Bun- Brunson into blood Brunson. Uh, he put him on the ground and it just started raining elbows straight to his face. Yeah. And the first round was pretty competitive. It was like, okay, like, you know, they're both kind of at a stalemate. You know what Jared wants to do, you know what Derek wants to do. Yeah. Uh, Derek Brunson has had this resurgence in his career coming to, even though it's coming to an end, as he, which he openly said. And what he's doing is just sticking to his roots. You know, um, he's definitely he's doing something right, and that's just he's a great wrestler, and that's what he's doing. And Jared Cannonier is, I mean, if you don't know who he is, now you do. He is was a heavyweight, and he just fights at one eighty five now. He's absolutely shredded. Yeah, uh, doesn't have an ounce of fat on his body. That dude is like jacked, man. And he. Um, What's up? What's it's that? Definitely one? the dark horse of the top five, I'd say. For sure, I agree one hundred percent because no one talks about him getting a title shot ever. Whenever they talk about, whenever they talk about like who's gonna be the next contender, and second round comes out and Jared Cannonier he hits him with an elbow, and then he gets him. I forgot what punch he hit him with that stunned him. Then he hit him with a back it was fist. That, yeah, it was. Uh... He threw it. Was it a left? Then he threw the right and missed, yeah. and then came back with the back fist. Yeah. And then after that, uh, they went to the ground. Uh, Derek tried to do what he usually does when he gets hurt, and that's clinch and try to take them down. And he gets kind of sloppy when he does it. And um, Jared Kennedy took full um, control of that, being the he's a very strong guy. That's what they talk yeah. about is his strength. And it just starts raining down these elbows like he's a hammer trying to put a nail in the coffin, you know? Yeah. That was super lame. That's freaking but yeah. dirty. Like, dude, it was uh, bad. Like, I remember, like, sitting there, I'm, like, like fucking screaming like a little schoolgirl, like, stop the fight. Fucking, dude, it was, man, I don't know, dude. He decapitated that man. Like, he had indention on his forehead after that fight. He called out uh, Dana White and yeah. made Dana White look at him. That was, And I, yeah. told him, give, it, give him the next shot. And, yeah. I'm, um, I'm with also it. gave a good shout out to H Town, which was super cool. Yeah. And um, well, I was thinking a little bit about that. You know, he's trying to get Dana White's attention, and Dana's like, someone was talking to him. And he's like, get him. And then I realized, like, oh, he has a microphone in a stadium. Dana White knows he's trying to talk to him. Yeah. And shit, you know, and he's just ignoring him. And it's like, you can't deny him no more. And so I, I really hope he gets the next title shot. Uh, Jared Cannonier is in phenomenal shape, he's a great fighter. And, but the thing is also he he's 37 so he needs to get this is this is the t- uh, title push that he needs you know to really solidify his career so i'm looking forward to it and i think that makes for a great fight a lot of people are saying that you know oh izzy would just stomp him out but we'll see though we'll get more yeah. into that in a bit so well, <clears throat> elbows being another great segue yeah um Derek lewis and ty tuviasa yeah was a fantastic fight. Yeah. Uh, Derek Lewis was putting a hurt and untied the first bit of that fight. Yeah. And uh, Ty just wasn't going down. It's one of the things I had said was um, you never see Derek Lewis being the best, the better fighter whenever yeah. he's fighting. He just needs one punch. This is the fight where he was the better fighter. And uh, Ty Tu Viasa just needed one elbow, and that was it. Um, but man, when he landed that elbow. Right on the freaking base of the yeah. jaw dude and Derek was face planted yeah the meme lord became the meme right there and um they you know actually the only thing that pissed me off about that and it sucks for Derek lewis um i'm a fan of his as well but uh i think it's tied to Yasa's time you know but they didn't show the shoey yeah i didn't like that either uh how are you gonna cut from that like you know darn well what yeah. we want to see we're here for knockouts and shoes. we want to see a shoey yeah Give us a shoey. That's all. That's that's what we order. We pay eighty dollars for this freaking pay per view, and you're gonna cut it out. You know, that's just. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty trash of ESPN. Um, 
But yeah, Ty Tuviaso looked great. Uh, he looked tough, which is what the heavyweight champion, or if you're going to try to become the heavyweight champion, you're going to need that. You're going to need to be able to take hits. Yeah. Um, because whatever's going on yeah. in that weight division, like, you're going to have to be able to take some hits because you're, it's whoever becomes the champion next, yeah. with whatever happens with Nganu, you're going to be fighting some crazy fighters. Yeah. And that's one of the things we, we talked about recently, you know, is like, you, uh, like people outside the top five need to have, like, like someone in the top five needs to fight somebody outside the top five, uh, you know, and just make things interesting. Because what yeah. if we just saw number three get knocked out by number eleven? If and now rankings matter, Ty is number three. Yeah, now he's number he three. He jumped all the way up there. Yeah, jumped up eight spots right there, and he's inside the top five. And he's already there are there's already uh, people, you know, hi- hypothesizing at him getting the interim title shot or getting a title shot. And it's just uh, I'm happy to see it. It's just it's a definitely a bittersweet knockout, but. <clears throat> on to the main event, we have Israel Adesanya defeating uh, Robert Whittaker by decision, and this is one that a lot of people disagreed with. But um, I don't know, just my opinion. I thought is he not? Uh, I thought he clearly won the fight. Uh, when if, whenever you take rounds to consideration, that he he won the fight. It's not that Derek, Robert Whittaker was, was ever out of the fight, but he didn't do enough to solidify. Okay, I beat him by decision, you know, or I went five rounds with him and I won. I'm inclined to agree. Uh, I think he had. At the very least, the fifth round, Whitaker. At the very least, he had the fifth round, possibly even the fourth, but that's not enough to win a fight. Yeah. Um, And as much as it sucks, because when you're fighting Adesanya, you cannot charge forward. As much as it sucks, I I, I don't know why Whitaker was so confident he won the fight. I don't know why his coaches were so confident that he won that fight. I think because at no point was he ever out of the fight. You know? Yeah, no, I'm not and, saying like yeah. he had, oh, it was a landslide of a loss. I'm just saying if I'm yeah. his corner, and I said this while we were watching it, yeah. if I'm his corner, I'm saying like, no, you, you need to go in there and get this finished because you're not winning this fight right, right. now. And it's, it's cool that you're still in the fight, but like you have to have a finish to win this fight now. Yeah. And that's reality. You can't go in there and maybe point your way still to the to the win. That yeah. chance is gone. Yeah. And so like um I don't know, just when it came to Whitaker though, it's like you, you can't just jab into a championship. This isn't boxing, yeah. you know. You you can't do that. And that's not a knock on boxing before anybody gets fucking mad. But it's the truth though, you know. Uh if you wanna beat the champion, you gotta beat the champion. You have to beat them decisively if you aren't gonna finish them. And but that goes though. That goes being said that um, I was pretty disappointed in Israel Adesanya's um, his performance. Yeah, yeah and I have been in, in a, like a, quite a few of his fights recently since he became champion. Um, the only title defense that I've enjoyed out of his has been Paulo Costa's because he went out there and did what Izzy does best. Yeah, you know the Gastelum. The, I mean, that was. I mean, yeah, I guess that would count as a title fight. Well, the Whitaker. But I'm talking about, like since he's been become actual champion. Like title defenses in a sense. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I, I agree though. I agree. Because I would also say that that fight with Gastelum was actually only fun because of Gastelum. Yeah. Gastelum was constantly pressing forward, forcing Izzy to have to do what he does best, which is Counter-Strike. And it yeah. wasn't working. Like it was working, but it he, Gastelum wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. And that was what made it fun is because Gastelum wasn't going anywhere. And um because you see when he did it to Costa, when Costa pushed forward, he went somewhere. He went on the floor on the floor. Right. Uh, Robert Whitaker went on the floor the first time they fought. Um he couldn't get anything going against Joel Romero because Romero was like, Well, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh and 
that fight was awful. Yeah. Vittori, I would say, was in Adesanya's face, but the threat of the takedown was there, yeah. so Adesanya just didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, and a lot of people also talked about the whole, like, well, Whitaker took him down. It's like, well, he didn't keep him down. So yeah. He and do. scoring with takedowns is no longer takedown scores you points. It's, yeah. You have to take If that down was the case, then do something George Sadaropoulos would be a fucking Hall of Famer by now. Yep. It's, yeah. It's. And that's the thing is like everyone says you know well take down wins you wins you the fights like there's been the rule changes that have been around for years not every state follows them but Las Vegas is one of them that does uh, they still don't allow knees you know they're so iffy about the whole knee thing but um, it's one of those things where it's like that doesn't win you a fight though and besides Whitaker going for takedowns and just jabbing Izzy the whole fight it's like and some of those jabs weren't even landing uh, I was expecting Whitaker to throw that right hand but I think he was just too scared of getting countered. Um, and one of the things I've noticed too, though, is like, you know, uh, Michael Chandler openly said, he tweeted out, you know, this, uh, just paraphrasing that, hey, well, this isn't sparring. This is a championship fight. Like, you have to go out there and prove why you're champion. And a yeah. lot of people are saying, you know, well, that's stupid. Michael Chandler doesn't know that because he likes to go out and give one to get one. And, um, and it's like, I see what you're saying with Michael Chandler, but they're two different styles. And so you really can't compare the fighters. And the other thing is, though, is like if you're a champion, you have to go out there. And you're held to certain standards. Yeah. Look what GSP did, and yeah. let's look at the criticism that he got. How much time we got? We got time. Yeah. Uh, look at the criticism GSP got when he would fight as a champion, and all of his fights would go to yeah. decision. Um, and then look at what he did in those fights. He was he was the aggressor. He was the one pushing forward. He was taking people down, beating them in the face. Um, look what he did to Koscheck, look what he did to Shields, look what he did to Condit. And I know Condit had that one round where he he dropped GSP. Um, but look what he did to Condit. He beat him in the face for freaking 20 minutes. Um, yeah. Look what he did to Nick Diaz. He threw him around like a rag doll. Yeah. Uh, and that's Nick Diaz's forte. Oh, they're jujitsu. Uh. Um, like a street fight. And he went out there and ragdolled Dick, yeah. Nick Diaz. <laughs> Dick Diaz. Um, <laughs> he went out there and ragdolled him. <laughs> and then, I'll, for the sake of argument, please, uh, three rounds out of five, he went out there and he took it to Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. Um, so for anyone to say that it was boring, I, I think you're wrong. I think you're stupid. Yeah. Um, you don't know what you're looking at, clearly. Because he was the aggressor. He was the one taking the fight to them. Adesanya's style is differently. But if we're going to hold GSP, who's the aggressor, who's being offensive in these fights, to the standard of, well, you weren't exciting enough. But Adesanya is, and it's okay because it's a style... But he's a champion. He needs to go out there and finish the fights, yeah. right? That was GSP's problem. The one thing I was going to point out, too, is all those fights you pointed out about GSP, it were, they were all technical dog fights, even though they weren't bloodbaths and they weren't, you know, trading punches or nothing. It was, it was GSP was making a dog fight, but he's also making a very technical. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to fight GSP, you're going to meet that pressure in the middle, you know? Um, and so the thing is, too, though, before anyone tries to argue, well, you know, Adesanya is just such a technical striker. That's a, you so know, GSP. besides that, it's like, you know, the thing is, I was looking at all the other champions of what they're doing right now. Kamar Usman, Volkanovski, Charles Oliveira, those guys are bringing the fight and they're being technical. Who would have thought we would see fucking Charles Oliveira with some exceptional Muay Thai? Yeah. You know, I and, mean, they're, they're, let's let's be more to the point. Um, technical strikers. Yeah. Let's talk about technical strikers and how they are exciting. Um and they're, they don't even have the pressure of being a champion yet. Yeah. 
Um, Dustin Poirier. I know he loves to brawl, but you go back and you look at his fights where he's a technical striker. It's amazing. His fight with Cub Swanson is one of the funnest to watch ever. Yeah. Um, and it's a technical masterpiece. He lost that fight. Uh, <laughs> he took it on like a week notice. I think. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it wasn't his fault. But um, there's, I don't think that that's a good argument saying, oh, well, he's a technical striker. Oh, it's his style. It's like, yeah, but he can't go in there and back up and hope that that's going to win him the fight now. Yeah, I mean, it's just you you have to go out there and prove a point. Um, and isn't and, that his thing? Oh, I'm too skinny. They told oh. me I was too skinny. I'm not strong enough, you know. Um, I like anime. I'm weird. I was in the nosebleeds, and I make their nosebleed. Yeah. And it's like, um, buddy boy, you can't fight your way through a white paper bag with the way you're fighting. So it's like um, he, he's got this chip on his shoulder, and he yeah. just doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, though. and it's like, you know, and with, with the whole, like, me pointing at champions that bring the fight, his teammate, Volkanovski, brings the fight every time he fights. Every yeah. time he defends that title, he puts it all on the line, and that's what a champion does. Um, it's not about just bringing that technicality in. Um, I mean, and I know that he did fight kickboxing before then, and kickboxing is very different from MMA. They that's how they fight, you know. Yeah. But you gotta screw those points if you don't think you can get the finish. It's just I don't know. Uh, it's not something that I was a fan of. Um, I hope to see Robert Whitaker back somewhere in it sometime soon. Um, I mean, it's one of these words. If Robert Whitaker doesn't lose anytime soon, it's it's almost like they have to make a fucking third yeah. right now. You know. And and I. I don't mind a technical striker. Yeah. I don't mind counter-striking. Like you got your but my fun. thing is, if they're not pushing yeah. to you, you have to do something. You're the yeah. champion. It's on you. Yeah. Uh, because they're challenging you. Yeah. So now you have to be out, be the one to go out there and say, hey, you don't challenge me. But I feel like, um, what's his name? Um, I feel like Adesanya knows that if he was going to go out there and try to be offensive with Whitaker, that he was probably going to get caught. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you can always get caught. Yeah. Uh, if you're really that much better than Whitaker, go out there and beat him. How much trash did he talk before this fight? A lot. A lot. Right. And then his his way of fighting after to back up all that trash talk was to back up. Yeah. Cool. Cool, dude. I don't know. He won the fight. He's a great fighter. Uh, it was smart. Ro- what Robert Whitaker did was smart. I think it was a smart fight for both of them. Yeah. But. For Robert Whitaker, you have to go out there and win it. Yeah. Uh, and going out there and jabbing and getting a takedown every now and then isn't going to win the fight um, when he's been piecing you up the whole time. Look at that dude. Look at your leg, man. This yeah. leg was messed up. Yeah. And there's things that Robert Whitaker should have done as well. You know, like we talk about throwing the right hand more. Don't loop it. But, you know, maybe that looping overhand would have been nice because that double jab is making him go right into his, his right side, you know, and uh, check the leg kicks. And the thing well, that's the downside too with MMA judges, they don't understand it. checking a leg kick counts as hey, he didn't land that punch. Yeah. You know? So kick. he didn't land that kick. Yeah, he landed the strike. And um I don't know, man. I'm still a fan of them, but um I know we're I mean we're, even if we're sounding critical, we have a podcast, that's what we do. We yeah. talk about these kinds of things. If so, you don't agree with us, maybe say something. Yeah, I don't know. Speak up. Let us know in the comment section. Let us know on Instagram. Message us personally. So Please do. We like interaction. We're extroverts. Um, So on to this week's card. Um, I mean, there's a little to discuss. Is uh, we have Jamal Hill taking on Johnny Walker for the main event. I'm excited for that one. I'm a Johnny Walker fan through and through, though. So that's why I'm excited for that one. Jamal Hill's fun to watch. So I'm not, you know, upset. I just want. But but if Johnny Walker doesn't win, I'm upset. (laughs) 
So, uh, is any so any names you'd like to point out? Like, uh, absolutely, Jim Miller. Yep. Uh, Joaquin Buckley and Abdul Razak Al Hassan. That's the fight I wanted to talk about. That one. Quick. That one's really exciting. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of Abdul. I am not a big fan of Joaquin. I'm not either. Um, the kick was great. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Abdul's a great fighter, and he's a cool person. Yeah. Well, from and, what I've seen, he is a cool person. And from what we've seen about Joaquin right. Buckley, is he is not. He is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that there's that. Uh, Jessica, Jessica Rose Clark is going to be fighting as well, so that's going to be one to look out for. Uh, Kyle Dawkins is going to be on the card as well. Um, so. Parker Porter's fighting again. That's yeah, cool. He's I saw that. Entertaining. Uh, but yeah, that should be a really good fight. Johnny Walker, uh, if he gets this win, I think they just announced. Uh, who was it? Tiago Santos and who? So right, like it, we just Magomed. Yeah, Alkalaev. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I feel like if Johnny Walker wins, I would really want him to call one of the, the winner of that fight out. Yeah. I know he wouldn't, or he might, but I don't, I know they wouldn't give it to him. I don't think yeah. they would give it to him because his fight against Santos is a pretty lackluster fight. Yeah, is but. It? If he went out there and he put Jamal Hill away in like a really fantastic fashion, yeah, please call the winner of that fight out because I really think it's going to be Magomed. Uh, and if you call them out, it at least is like, hey, I'm I'm still in it. Don't forget about me. Uh, give lo- me the winner, and then they give you Tiago because he's going to lose. A lot of people, um, what's that? Feel that um, John Kavanaugh has kind of ruined who Johnny Walker is as a fighter. Because he's not as entertaining as he once was. In his last fight, he kind of showed he was a little timid, very timid the whole fight. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like it's hard to say that because he's fighting Tiago Santos, and I know how you feel about Tiago Santos. Right. But Tiago Santos can still knock you out at any point. Yeah. So, and Johnny Walker has been knocked out by Corey Anderson. Yeah. So, I don't blame him. Uh, he gets a little too wild. And yeah. John Cavanaugh's just trying to tame that. I like it. Yeah, I think I feel like you have to turn it into controlled chaos sometimes, though. You know, don't take the full. Well, he's on his way there. Yeah. So he, hope... did, he did some wild stuff against Tiago. What sucks about this though is because Jamal Hill's ranked behind him, it doesn't do anything for him really. No, and that's why I said it has to be in like a very exciting fashion. Yeah. Like you need to go out there and one one entire round just pummel him, and then in the second round, grab him by the back of the head and yeah. just put his face to your knee. And then walk away. Um, so when we got sushi for dinner, I ate a piece of a shrimp tail with the, you know. I'm the, glad you're saying it, it now while we're recording. That makes a lot of sense. My uh, throat hurts, though. All right. Well, I guess that's us signing off. <laughs> Peace out.